Welcome to the Counselor Podcast Power 50 series, where we speak to some of the most influential executives in the promo products market. The in-depth conversations are sure to be revealing and informative. This week on the Counselor Podcast Power 50 series, our guest is Norm Hollinger from Alpha Broder, and let's welcome Norm into the podcast. Norm, how are you today? Very well, thanks. And you? I'm doing great. Uh, you were you were off on a cycling adventure this weekend, you just told me. Isn't that right? Yeah, it's, uh, I took a bit of a long weekend and went down to Richmond, Virginia for the World Cycling Championships. We get those here in the U.S. about once every 25 or 30 years, and uh, it was very exciting. Hundreds of thousands of people out there watching a bunch of guys ride around and on bikes. Very cool. Wow, very cool. Now, were you riding yourself? I did. I did a race the day before, but not a professional one, and certainly not the world championships. Just a bunch of, of old guys trying to uh, to relive their glory days. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm sure it went well. All right, Norm, let's just jump right into it. Um, uh, looking at the promotional products industry over the next year or maybe a couple of years, uh, what kind of outlook do you have for uh, for this sector? We know we're very, very bullish. Um, um, we, we just continue to see nice unit growth in the industry. Um, we look at the sort of the macroeconomic and macro demographic trends out there that we see in, in our country and North America and even more broadly across the world, and we just think it speaks very well for promotional products. Um, you know, we just think that from a macro demographic perspective that the world is all about individualization it's all about trying to make a statement as to what you stand for you know whether it's a company that uh, that you respect or a company you work for or an opinion that you might have or or a political party or any other thing in your life i mean we just believe that people are trying to differentiate themselves and of course you know, promotional products are the ultimate uh, individualization tool and um, so we're we're very very bullish uh, in the short and long term here in in our space uh, it's an interesting point you bring up on the personalization and individualization of uh, of kind of marketing. Is that something that, that you're really seeing um, both in not just the consumer sector but also in the business-to-business -business sector? We, we are. You know, we see it across the board. Um, again, you know, even companies are trying to do a better job of differentiating departments within companies. You know, we obviously um, uh, supply apparel to many of the uh, nearly all of the Fortune 100 companies through our, our, our great customer base. And, and we're just seeing more and more orders for departmental individualization across some of these very, very large companies. People are afraid that, you know, that people are losing their identity. So, yeah, we're just seeing it, again, from the consumer perspective. I think it's obvious. I mean, people are, are, um, are, are always um, out there to, to reflect their personal interest on things that they that they wear or of course things that they carry around with them in the, in the more hard goods world and and um, and we're just seeing even slightly more of that in the corporate world hmm. is that something that you're able to talk to uh, distributors and decorators about you know your customers is that something that uh, that that they use in their marketing um, and that you can kind of piggyback on we, we do, and of course, you know, we hear a lot of that feedback from them um, as well. Um, and yes, it's just um, it's just a, it's a great positive trend that we're seeing out there. And um, you know, once again, I, I think that when we sit around and we you know we we're lucky enough as a company to have a a, a gentleman that we use to do strategic planning, and um, you know, he's very much aware of of all of the data sets out there and and people's opinions and 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 consumers' opinions and small and medium business people's opinions and and all just lines up very very nicely with what we're actually seeing in the transaction economics of our business. Mm -hmm. 
All right, let's move on to uh, to the topic of e-commerce. Counselor State of the Industry Report rest estimates that about 16% of overall distributor sales are currently generated by e-commerce. How do you see that number changing in the coming years? I think we'd all agree that that number will, and quite frankly, has to uh, has to go up. Um, um, clearly, in the apparel side, we're slightly different than the hard goods side of the uh, the space because you know we sell a lot of blanks that are undecorated, and that clearly lines itself up more toward an online purchase. So, so we here at Alpha Broder have often said, and we've. Um, reported that, that we see numbers well in excess of 70% of our orders coming in online. Um, but again, as we know, once the decoration uh, process starts, that number goes down significantly. So I think that it's incumbent upon us as an industry to figure out how to create these very efficient and effective online portals to allow our customers to upload the right decoration um, software, uh, I'm sorry, upload the right decoration images and for us to create software that, that's, that confirms orders and that, that creates um, um, all the, the transactional data points back and forth to make sure that we can take you know, north of, of, of 75% of these, these, these decorated transactions and, and put them online. Mm-hmm. And we think it's possible. Do you think that, uh, that uh, companies in this market are ready for that? I, we think they are, yes. Um, at the end of the day, it takes a lot of work, and I think it's going to take investment. Um, and, you know, we're prepared to make that investment. We've already taken a big step in, in doing that with a company called Inksoft, and, you know, we're creating that, that uh, online um, portal, if, if that's the right word, you know, to do just that. And we are seeing a nice uptick in our decorated orders taking, uh, taken online. Again, it's nowhere near our blank orders, but we've seen a nice uptick in, in, in the, I guess, about six months now that we've had our new software in place. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if it, um, if it almost necessitates somewhat of a mindset change uh, for uh, distributors and decorators to um, almost get away from the traditional a little bit and embrace that the new uh, e-commerce world. It does, and of course, um, mindsets are always changed by, um, by 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 excellent product, right? You right. Know, excellent solutions, and so what we're, you know, what we believe is, is we've already seen a, again a huge uptick in our, um, in, in our, quite frankly, um, our, our new orders. You know, we're, we're still struggling with, right? We're still having a difficult time in, in getting our customers to to use this portal. Um, but our replenishment orders, our follow-up orders, you know, where artwork has already been uh, through the process and been approved, you know, even a couple of years ago, it was just unheard of for our customers to accept a completely online transaction to do a, uh, a replan order. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, but we're actually seeing those um, grow considerably. So, yes, we agree. I think you're correct. It's going to take a good, strong uh, foundation from a software perspective to convince customers to change their mindset and, and believe that, that we can do this online together. And, and as partners, right? Okay. Well, e-commerce certainly seems like one challenge that that companies in this market are facing. Uh, let's move on to some others, maybe. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges that companies in this industry are facing today? Well, I, I think it's it's um, encroachment um, from offshore. Uh, suppliers that um, that don't invest in the infrastructure that supports our industry. I think that um, you know we all see these emails in our inboxes every day promising X, Y, and Z from um, from 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 offshore producers, primarily in China, obviously. And 
And I think that, you know, to the extent that, that promotional products distributors or decorators get lured into those is a real problem for our industry. I think it's a prob- problem from a safety perspective. I think that many of these products have not been vetted the way they should and the way they are here, you know, once we bring them into the United States. I think it's... Um, I think it, 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 it damages margins for, um, you know, for all of the suppliers in this space, and, and I, think, um, I think lower margins or less than fair margins, I think, in many ways, subdue investment in some of the things we've already talked about this morning. And so, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest threat that we see is that um, you know, these guys from, from China are willing to go out and promote these small batch runs, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be for hard goods or apparel, and I think the quality of that product isn't what it should be. And again, I don't think that product's been vetted for safety. And I think that can have a long-lasting impact on the perceived quality of promotional products uh, to, to the end user. Mm-hmm. How do you? How do we overcome that? Is it just a matter of uh, of sort of? Um, almost, you know, just not going that way? Or is there something that, that the traditional market can do to, to overcome it? Well, I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be up to the buyer and only the buyer. I think that, that we as suppliers have to continue to, to up our game and, and make it less attractive for a customer to even consider doing that. Mm-hmm. That's our responsibility. But again, I, I think it's up to the, uh, you know, to the customer, the promotional product distributor or the decorator to, uh, to, to make an assessment as to whether that, uh, that, that, that purchase methodology is good for the industry. And is it just good for that single transaction? The answer could be yes or no. And then is it good for the industry as a whole? The answer could be yes or no. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, we as suppliers, we just can't simply say to our, you know, to our, our customers, hey, you shouldn't do that because uh, we just don't like it. You know, we have to be very good at what we do. Um, and we have to um, to make it, um, quite frankly, um, make it undesirable for someone to do that. But but again, on the on the odd chance that they do interrogate that um, that supply chain, you know, I, I think that they've got to realize that it's it's fraught with challenges and it's fraught with difficulties. And you know, we just hear horror story after horror story that we're being asked to come in and fix an order that went awry um, um, from from an overseas provider. Right. Right. Very good. Well, uh, that kind of takes me to my next question, uh, you know, about how the industry is sort of changing a bit. Um, how do you think the industry will be different uh, 10 years from now than it is today? Well, I think you've already touched on the biggest difference. I do think that, um, um, and again, again, I don't think you have to be terribly clairvoyant to see this, but there's no doubt that we'll move more and more toward online transactions, even the complex decorated ones. And I think that's the... Um, I think that's the biggest cha- uh, the biggest change. I think we've already um, done a pretty good job in in really uh, refining our supply chain. I think we're pretty efficient as an industry in doing that. Um, I think our uh, the distributors and suppliers work together very very well already. I mean, there will be continued evolution in that regard. But I just think that the biggest push has got to be we've got to become more efficient uh, as both sellers and and suppliers. Uh, of, of processing these online um, decorator orders so that we can all spend more time selling, we can all make more margin, and we can provide a better experience to our customers. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, do you think that distributors today are in this industry are doing enough to really appeal to the needs of today's buyers? You know, we're talking a lot about, about e-commerce and almost the necessity of moving that way. Um, are, are, is the industry doing enough to appeal to those needs? I think so. I think our 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 customers, which of course you know are the distributors, um, 
I think they, they do an amazing job. I had had the good fortune to sit in a couple of presentations with uh, with large uh, end-user customers. I don't get to do it as often as I'd like, but every time I'm in one of those, I'm just impressed with the, the variety of tools that our that our customers, the distributors, bring to the table to their customers. So I think, I think yes, it's an extremely uh, appealing uh, presentation that we make when we get in front of um, when we get in front of the end user community. And and I've got nothing but um, you know but praise for for our customers in a way I think they go to market. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've asked you a, a whole bunch of serious questions, and I have one more before we get to a few okay. a few sort of lighthearted and fun ones. Um, so right. before we do that. Uh, you know, we're talking a little bit about the future today, um, and you know, this can be a, a somewhat confusing marketplace, and it, it tends to hire people with experience. Uh, do you think that companies in this industry really need to make a concerted effort to hire more young people? You know, I I, I don't. I, I think it'd be great to have more young people, and I just think that's a natural evolution. You know, I think it's the old adage of of every every group of parents and every generation says, you know, these kids today, you know, they don't. And I just think that that um, naturally um, the younger generation is finding their way into our space. I see a lot of young faces out there um, when I get out in the field. So I think it's natural for us to worry about that. But I just think it's a natural evolution that will that will simply take place when when old dogs like me, you know, go get put to pasture, you know, there'll be, uh, there'll be young people filling up that vacuum. It's always been that way. I think it'll be that way in our space. And I think that, again, sort of tying things together, as we continue to move our business more and more towards online e-commerce, it'll just make it more and more attractive for those young folks. And I, I think we may, we may end up with a few more of them than we might like downstream because uh, <laughs> they're really going to want to reinvent this space. Very good. All right, let's move to uh, to some uh, more lighthearted ones. Uh, who's mm-hmm. the business leader that you res- you most respect? Well, you know, um, I, I came up uh, through the business ranks as an operations guy, and, and as a result of that, I've always been closely associated with UPS. And, and I think David Abney from UPS is just a genius. You know, he's uh, worked his way up through the ranks there and done a great job in, in guiding that company. It's a Whoever thinks about UPS, right? It's just this quiet little company that that just executes. Um, mm-hmm. They innovate in, in very um, quiet ways. Um, they're, you know, they're, they they have so much, uh, so many things to consider. Obviously, safety of their, you know, of their drivers and safety of the in their distribution environments. And then they've got uh, clearly uh, environmental awareness. I mean, they've just. I just think that company manages to do an awful lot very, very quietly, and and with great efficiency and i think that's extremely admirable i mean when you know admirable i should say when's the last time you you know you picked up uh the financial times or the wall street journal and and heard about some political faux pas or other mistake that that ups made right. and yet they're out there delivering you know tens of millions of packages every single day and i and that's why i have a lot of respect for the company in general and and uh and david abney uh, specifically and they somehow managed to make the color brown cool and they really do, by the way. <laughs> and um, yeah. All right. Where did you go on your most recent vacation? Uh, gosh, I would I would just consider that long weekend we already mentioned. My most recent vacation. I, I took a Friday off and went down and just, uh, gosh, just was able to um, bask in 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 the in the uh, in the glory of of hundreds of thousands of other cyclists. And for me, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Very nice. All right. What what uh, one tech item can you simply not do without? 
geez, I'm not uh, much different than anyone else. You know, I love my little iPad, you know, and I keep that thing with me 24-7. I love the way it, uh, you know, just doesn't take any time to boot up and everything is right there at your fingertips. So not not a very, I'm not super tech. Uh, I'm not an advanced guy, an early adopter, so I was a little bit late to the game on the iPads, but I love it. Very cool. All right, before we let you go, a question that I like to ask all of our guests. Uh, what's mm-hmm. your favorite promotional product? Oh, yeah, I have to answer T-shirts. I right? knew because, you were going to uh, go that way. Because of both, <laughs> both our business. But actually, honestly, if you knew me even before I came to work here, I'm one of those people that I just mentioned earlier. I mean, I have a lot of interest, and, and you know, I'm interested in other people's interests. And I just think it's great to wear that simple T-shirt that says, you know, I'm a cyclist, or, you know, I like this type of sports car, or I've got a dog at home that, that's this breed, and it just, in, it just spurs on conversation with people. It, it, just, it just makes socializing easier, and, and uh, so I, I just love the simple T-shirt with the simple message on it. I love it. I'm a T-shirt guy, too, so, yeah. so I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. All right, Norm, well, thanks very much for, uh, for calling in today and joining us on the Power 50 podcast. Great. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. This has been the latest installment of the Counselor Podcast Power 50 series. To listen to more podcasts, go to asicentral.com slash podcast.